Good morning, listeners. Zooey Mama, it's good to be back in the saddle again, boy. Uh, it's your boy, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. Certified Lover Boy. Hey, guys, it's your boy, Alex, a.k.a. Sprained Wrist. <laughs> and welcome to the 19th episode of Where's, Where's the Action? The action? Ooh. I'll be honest. Does it feel does it feel rusty or does it feel like riding a bike? Like we're just back in it again. We're smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. I, I think I so too. I think I don't, we're really this is like part of us now. We can't get away from it. I don't think we have any hiccups. I think we're just back to normal. Back to normal. Back in the saddle, baby. Uh so today, uh, let's go into full disclosure for first time listeners. I'm gonna start doing that. I think we should start introducing the segment every time you know what i mean okay okay just for like new listeners so if you're new to this uh then if you're old just skip ahead a few seconds but if you're new we do this segment called full disclosure which is where we give all the juicy tea and we spill it all over you about our our lives so actually or it couldn't it, it doesn't have to be from our lives we just rant about stuff but right. this week in full disclosure we have two big points so the first one being that we mentioned before during 80s month, way back, I think it was in like 1984, I think, when we did that <laughs> podcast. That Roughly two months ago. <laughs> it feels like a long time. It feels like two decades, more than two months. But anyway, so we were talking about doing a 90s month right after. Well, some things happened in our life and we just got very busy. And we apologize to you fans for, for missing out because we know deep down that you've been missing us very much. None of you have been happy until you listen to our sultry, soothing voices over the airwaves. But so, yeah, so let's we, we're going to talk about the, the theme for this month. It was going to be 90s month, which we teased. But Alex had this great idea. Well, OK, here's the here's the whole story. So we watched Speed for this review because we were going to do it anyway. And Alex texts me. He says, oh, Keanu Reeves. He's a, I forget, I don't know what your exact language was. I'm, I think you said he's a nut. Is that true? I forget. I forget. Okay. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but <laughs> yes. But I was just gassing up Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Let me gaslight you for a bit. No, he, um, Keanu Reeves is Keanu. a nut. And so I was like, all right, bro, I know what you're thinking. And he was like, yeah, we both agreed mutually. Like we had the airwaves. We had, we had the mutual understanding we should do. An entire Keanu Reeves month. So that is what we are in right now. We're doing 90s month, but it's a hybrid because we're only doing 90s movies with Keanu Reeves as the star. So I think there are four or five that we got to choose from. But the month is already halfway over. When this episode drops, which will be probably tomorrow, which will be today when you're listening to it. How trippy is that? It will be halfway through the month but we're, we might just keep going with it i mean we might go into october with keanu and just keep it up should we do every movie from keanu that he's ever from done the, from now on the next movies every single podcast will be keanu <laughs> where's the keanu that's what we're gonna rename it it's just gonna exactly. be a keanu reeves podcast exactly so that that's our first main topic of full disclosure we're just kind of throwing that out there just so you guys know we plan on doing a lot of stuff. So the next point I guess we have on the notes, let me see, it's been a hot brick. Okay, we, we established that. It has been a while since we've done this. Uh, we're switching from 90s month. Oh, you have some big news for us. 
Yeah. Um, so my my point is for this full disclosure. Uh, so this coming week, um, so Monday will be podcast drop, and then on our Instagram TV and our YouTube, um, I'll be releasing all the uh, remaining "Where's the Flavor" episodes that we've been recording. Uh, so the previous one is the hundred nugget challenge, and then. The one before that was our last one when we were in college together, um, Pillsbury Oreo cookie. Uh, and so that will be dropping in two parts and then nuggets, 100 nugget challenge will be dropping in three parts. And so that will be uh, posted all throughout this coming week. That nugget challenge, I got to be honest, it's still hurting me. <laughs> I think there are some, stu- uh, some nuggets lodged in my stomach lining right now, and I don't think they've gotten out yet. I mean, I just have PTSD from it. I can't even look at a nuggie anymore. I Every single time I open the freezer, I'm just like, wow, there's that bag of nuggets still waiting for me. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's, it's slowly getting smaller. Um, so I'm chipping away the nuggets that are remaining in and my then freezer. As, it's weird. It's a weird phenomenon because as the nuggets get smaller, your stomach gets bigger. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, but um, so yeah that's the full disclosure we just got a lot of stuff planned we've been kind of off the grid for a little bit i'm not sure why i think we were just kind of kind of busy with stuff you know life i got a new job and i'm starting tomorrow actually so that'll be fun well today charles swabby swabby family charles, shout out charles schwab they sponsored this video <laughs> wouldn't be possible without them <laughs> real nice real nice guys real nice guy i met him personally <laughs> nice is he I, cool? I don't even know if he's alive. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't gaslight him like this. I might get fired. They might listen to this. I hope they don't. Anyway, so that's the full disclosure segment. Let's move into our sponsors, our actual sponsors. Now, these are legit. These are actually legit. We were kidding about Charles Schwab, but this is the real deal. Our first, I don't even know how we landed this. Goodfellow, which, as you guys know, is the target brand of clothing for men or for Goodfellows. Um, and I have been exclusively shopping at Target. It's a super Target, super Target, just because it is in walking distance from my new apartment. So I go there and I need clothes. My, my grandma gave me, shout out to Grammy. She gave me a hundred dollars. I'll be honest. And she said, go buy yourself something nice for yourself. As in like dress clothes. Because I, I, I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not the fashionista or the fashion god that Alex is. You know, my co-host is very fashion guy, which he will touch on later with a, a later sponsor. But so I went to Target with $100 in my pocket and I chose a shirt that had dogs on it. It's a long sleeve shirt buttoned down, but it has dogs on it. And I don't think it's going to work well in a professional setting. Uh, I really don't think that's the shirt that my grandmother wanted me to buy. I think she wanted me to buy an actually good shirt. But here we are. Here we are. It was a nice shirt. It looked really good. Slim fit. Um, I, but me being dummy thick, it's kind of hard stuffing my my rolls into it. You know, it just don't look right. There's already been some buttons that have popped off. So <laughs> pop off. Isn't that a song by Pop Smoke? Papa Smoke? Uh, pop I off. I'm not entirely. I, <laughs> that's the wrong artist. I'm not sure. Did you but, notice my nickname for this episode? 
What did you say? Certified lover boy. <laughs> but all right, I'll be honest. This episode is also sponsored by Drake. Um, oh, he wanted us to plug his new album, Certified Lover Boy. It is trash. <laughs> it is absolute garbo. Here's my hot take for today. I've had many. Here's my one hot take. If you if you don't listen to anything else I say, here it is. Drake is the Steph Curry of rap. Oh, I'm gonna my be God. honest. I'm going to be honest. Alex hates me for saying this, but he knows it's true deep down. As you guys know, Steph Curry is an enemy of mine, a sworn enemy. And I think Drake is one of the laziest people as far as rap goes. He's just so he doesn't put any effort into it anymore. I don't even remember when he did put effort into it, to be honest with you. I listened to Donda by Kanye. Uh I wasn't really sure what I was listening to, but I just felt like it was better. Have you listened to it? I I haven't listened to the two new albums. I know there is like a lot of uh, what was it like a lot of competition of who would release it first um and i saw things like oh they're just waiting on the other person to release it first so then whoever was last more people would have listened to it because they would just forget about the previous artist mm-hmm. um but i i haven't i think i list i've listened to one song um because it's like on spotify's top like top 100 or whatever um but i think it was a drake song it wasn't a kanye song um but I, I haven't listened to any of the other uh, albums because, uh, I mean, their music is good from what I know. Like, they're very well-known rappers. But I guess I guess from, <laughs> from the latest drops, according to you, they're not. <laughs> this is like if, if Steph Curry um, was blind. Like, if he, if, he, if he turned blind somehow, but they still let him play basketball. I think this would be the result. This would be the same result. Like Drake, (laughs) it's trash. It's garbage. The cover's bad. It's just emojis with pregnant women. Women. Pregnant women. Uh, But I digress. We're not here to talk about Drake. We're here to talk about our sponsors. Do you have the next sponsor? (laughs) Okay. 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 Yeah. Let me just just talk about my experience yesterday. Um, so so I don't know if this is a sponsor, quote unquote, but my experience with the store Plato's Closet, um, as you, as some of you guys may know, it's a thrift store, secondhand store for fashion for, you know, like young adults. Um, and what you can do is sell clothes to them. And so I took this big bag, big duffel bag of clothes, um, and they process my clothes. And when I go check out, they're like, okay, we were only able to take one item. <laughs> I was like, one item out of the whole bag? <laughs> and, and like, I had some, like, decent button downs. Like, I had a nice pair of, like, khaki pants, um, a couple, like, good t-shirts, like, like well-known brands. Uh, and they only take one sweater of mine <laughs> i'm like i mean I, I only got like five dollars i think for that one sweater and so i took it but i'm just like that one whole bag and you only take one item and the lady was like we're pretty selective at this time so uh we won't be taking a lot of items i'm like uh. <laughs> that's code for you dress like a homeless person <laughs> And I'm just like, okay. 
So I take oh, and I had like these very like um fairly like good conditioned soccer cleats. Like they're not messed up or anything. Like the cleats are all still pretty like intact, and like there's no uh, scratches or scuffing. I'm like, how do you guys not take pretty good shoes? Because they'll take any type of shoes. They'll take like basketball shoes, uh, sandals, nice like dress up shoes, sneakers. I'm just like. Bruh. <laughs> They'll take anything except your clothes. Exactly. And let's clear like... it up for the audience. Let's clear it up for the audience. Alex has probably the best fashion of a person that I, I know personally. And huh. ever since I met him, he's always been trying to get me into fashion. Mm-hmm. And only recently have I heeded his advice. <laughs> because he's been telling me for years, get white shoes, you know. But anyway, I digress. He has the best fashion. So I don't know. The fact that Pluto's closet did not accept your clothing is a sin. It's it's actually it's, a sin. It's a little it's a little disheartening, you know. They just lost a customer. <laughs> are you never going are you gonna boycott? I mean, I also go there. <laughs> <laughs> your morals aren't aren't that concrete. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just have a little more sour taste when I go over there and shop over there. Like, hey, remember you have you to like hold your nose when you go in because you're gonna. Hate yeah. It. Um, wow, that's a yeah. I, I was surprised when you told me that. Yeah, it's a little a little upsetty. Like if I walked in there and tried to donate clothes, they would probably call the police. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, you you're like the the fashion god, so I was surprised. So yeah, yeah. that that's another sponsor, Pluto's Closet. Uh, do you yeah, want to talk about Mercari? Sure. <laughs> of course. I love Mercari. Um, so Mercari is... Mason does not like Mercari for some reason. Uh, I I think he just thinks it's like another Steph Curry of like Amazon. <laughs> so Mercari is a platform where you can pretty much buy, sell, use goods or pretty much anything. So it's like a, another form of eBay. Um, and so recently, uh, I bought a pair of, of basketball shoes and basketball shoes of Steph Curry's <laughs> ridiculous worst and, combo in history. And, and what was so crazy, I bought these brand new pair of shoes, like never been worn, um, for only $30 and I'm like $30, uh, and normally basketball shoes go for like 60 70 plus on the lower end and then like obviously the like more expensive ones go for like a hundred plus and so i just robbed whoever i bought this from for $30. it's literally probably a grandma <laughs> and she bought the wrong shoes for her grandkids you know as a graduation present and she's like, oh, I can't return them to the store. Let me sell it on Mercari. Because, you know. <laughs> but, and yeah. So I no got retirement funds anymore. <laughs> Congrats. I hope you're happy with your $30 so, shoes. Yeah, so I got these shoes. Um, I also got these shoes because I started playing in a volleyball league. But unfortunately, I sprained my wrist longboarding. Um, and so I am pretty sure I will be out for the whole volleyball league season. So I only got to play one out of the seven games. <laughs> that actually sucks. Did you pl- did you use those shoes in the first game? No, I didn't. They were still on the way. So like they came the following week and then I had that injury. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. This might be karma. 
So you bought the shoes. You oh, stole yeah. the shoes from this old lady. We'll call her Mildred. <laughs> and, and you got the shoes immediately after that. Uh-huh. Broke your wrist. I sprained it. You sprained your wrist immediately yeah. after you got the shoes. Maybe. I don't know. I think maybe there's some correlation here. I think she hexed it or something. Or maybe the volleyball gods didn't want me too powerful on the court. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to nerf you. <laughs> They're like, we just got to take him out the whole season. <laughs> He's too good. He's too good. We got we to gotta give other people a chance. <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, I honestly, okay. I, I love Mercari. I, I buy and sell things all the time on that platform. So it's a oh, and if, you, if you want to use my... Uh, um referral code we both get money if you guys also buy and sell things on that website or platform so let me know it's definitely a pyramid scheme <laughs> it's not <laughs> you might as well go ahead and plug your hbo max thing too oh it... <laughs> <laughs> for listeners oh so recently i got hbo max because of this movie um originally we or i rented it on youtube when we first watched it and then couple months passed by and i was like dang i have to rent it again and then i saw hbo max has a six month deal for 750 a month for six months and then it switches to like i think it's 15 a month so but for this next couple six months i have hbo max so mason if you want to go have these just let me know (laughs) i first of all fiscally cannot uh economically i have nothing but also, I already have HBO Max. Shout out Anna. Um, don't don't uh, kick me off, please. <laughs> but if I do get kicked off, I'm definitely joined. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I'll keep that in we'll, mind. maybe we'll give. Maybe that'll be like a deal. Like we give our best subscriber, like they can log into our HBO Max. <laughs> like we'll just do like a challenge. We'll be like, okay. we'll do a trivia quiz about the two of us, and whoever gets okay. the most answers right gets to log into our HBO Max for free. Mm. It's not bad. I don't like that idea. Oh, excuse me. That's not bad, but I kind of want to reduce the price of $750 a month. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If you win this challenge, you get to pay $15 for HBO Max, but you get to be on it with us. <laughs> I think that's worth it. It's like a VIP experience. It's like the Patreon. I have Alex's login to HBO Max. <laughs> Let me go watch things on his account. Hmm. <laughs> um. All right. Should we? Should should we get into this review? Let's just, yeah. Let's or, let's or just, get let's let's Rick roll into the actual podcast. You know, remember the question where it's like, oh, are we rusty or are we getting back into it? We're literally exactly. back into it because we always used to do this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ramble on at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it. So Ooh. the movie this week to kick off the Keanu Zants of this podcast is called Speed. You can't really escape it. It's kind of in the cultural zeitgeist at this point. It was made in 1994 by the, the Dutch filmmaker, John DeBont. He hasn't done too many things. He just done Speed, which I think was actually his first movie. And then he did Twister two years later, which uh, Twister barely know her. Twister is a it's okay, It's fine. It's not as good as speed. But anyway, yeah. So John DeBont, brand new filmmaker. He also did the cinematography and it really shows in this movie, which I'll touch on later. But it's just he's a good filmmaker, I think. 
And it stars, of course, our boy, our nut, our, the, the man who supplies many a dream at night, Keanu Reeves, my boy, uh, action star. This was one of his first roles, I think. I mean, I believe Point Break was before this, but this was like his big movie, I, I, I believe. Uh, so we have Keanu Reeves, then we have Sandra Bullock, my, my love. I will marry her. Um, <laughs> she's in this movie. Uh, so, so Keanu Reeves plays a guy named Jack. And Sandra, is it Sandra or Sandra? I always thought of it. It was Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Okay, I am right. Uh, she plays a character named Annie. Then we have the bad guy. Nobody actually knows his name. I'll be honest. I, ca- <laughs> I call him old bag in my notes. <laughs> old bag. Now, why? Okay, that's a little ageist. I've, I've noticed a trend where you hate old people so you steal shoes from them and then now you call them old bags i always something about like you know the non-major characters i just make up a name for them and it just sticks it's because it's easier to remember my head when i'm writing these notes so you know what the bad thing is though it's like he kind of is a main character yeah (laughs) there's no name associated with him Uh, so yeah so the bad guy in this movie the big baddie is played by dennis hopper uh rip and rest Uh, i think he died like 10 years ago but um he plays the villain and then we have jack's partner uh police partner because jack is a a policeman his name is harry played by i think it's jeff daniels yeah he was in dumb and dumber and stuff so good guy good guy and then the final main guy i guess you can call it um is Captain McMahon, played by Joe Morton. Great guy. I got to say right off the bat, all, I've noticed a trend in these movies we've done, particularly in the 80s and now 90s. The police chiefs and the captains are like one of the best characters in the movie. Remember Terminator mm-hmm. and RoboCop? Remember those, those mm-hmm. uh, police chiefs? I, yeah. I was drawn into them. I don't know what it is, but they're so captivating. Like They're just mm-hmm. good people. Anyway. I digress. So those are kind of the main characters in this movie. Um, what before we start, what was the first experience with Speed? Had you watched it before this? Give listeners a little heads up about that. Yeah. Um, so actually, so I just looked up the the name of Old Bag. And so his name is Howard Payne. Um, ah, thank you. HP. So if you want to start saying Howard Payne or whatever in the podcast, you can. I'm still going to say old bag. Okay. I'll call him, I'll call him a waste of oxygen because that's what you think. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, my, my, uh, my first experience, uh, I have not seen this movie before. I think when we were brainstorming this uh, for this movie, um, I think you picked this one out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I've never seen this movie Besides the first time, was it a couple months ago? And then really liked it. Uh, and then obviously rewatched it yesterday so we can record this podcast. But yeah, I didn't even know who the main stars were of this movie. And so uh, yeah, the uh, the choice for this movie with the superstar Keanu. Is that how you say it? Uh uh-uh. uh, Keanu. 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 How do you say it again? Keanu. Keanu. Why is it? Remember that progressive commercial? Keanu. So, but Um, I I would say this is my first Keanu full movie I've seen. Like, I know he's in the Matrix, but like, I've I've only seen like parts of that movie. 
Um, and then all the new movies he's in, I've never seen them. So you are in for a wild ride, my friend. I'm glad we have popped your Keanu cherry. (laughs) Yeah. So this, um, this was also my first viewing. Well, when we did it a few months ago, so Mm -hmm. I had never seen speed. I've heard a lot about it. I, I knew the premise, obviously I knew Keanu was in it, but I just never got around to watching it. I thought it was just another disposable action movie, which I do Mm -hmm. like, but um, yeah, I had never seen Speed before, and yeah, I I can honestly say it's it's top notch. But we'll get into it. So yeah, this was my first time, and then I had to rewatch it a second time, and I will definitely be revisiting it. But I had seen Keanu movies before. I've seen John Wick and The Matrix. It's been a while, but I've seen The Matrix. They're making a new one, a new Matrix. Did you see the trailer for it? No, shoot. Yeah, Dang. it's The Matrix uh, Resurrections. I think. Who's the main star? Is that Keanu. Him? Oh shoot! Yeah, they're bringing him back, baby. But he, he looks like uh, John Wick. He's keeping that same style. The hair, that long yeah, hair. The, that's his new look, I think, which is good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. You wears it well. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of my experience. So the movie starts off. It's called Speed, and it starts off. There's like an opening credits where there, it's just an elevator going down a long shaft. Uh, it feels like a long time, and then. The finally, you know, it lists the cast and stuff and the elevator gets to the bottom of where it's supposed to be. And then the camera kind of pans over and there's a security guard and it's in this very big building. It's like an office building, but it's in it's in the I don't know what you would call it, just kind of like the back area where they just do technical stuff. And there's a janitor working on this electrical box in the basement and the security guard comes in. He's like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. It's a restricted area. And the guy's like, oh, I have a work permit. And then he picks up a work permit from a bag. And under the work permit is a knife. And the guy, the janitor guy, stabs the security guard in the side of the neck. This is all in the first literally two minutes. So this kind of just sets the tone for the rest of the movie, man. I mean, it's just nonstop. So we get this scene and the guy's dead, obviously. And then the, the janitor guy who is our boy, old sack. What do you call him? Old bag. <laughs> old bag. <laughs> old bag. Yeah, old yeah. bag. Ob. He <sighs> is revealed to be the villain, so he's kind of the the main guy. But so yeah, that kind of starts us off. And the guy, you know, he has the quippy line, "Nothing personal," you know, when he stabs mm-hmm. the guy. It's just it's very over the top cheesy, but it somehow works in this movie. So yeah, yeah, so we have that. And do you have anything to add to that part? Or oh, nothing really. Uh, it's just like that. At first line, he was like, oh, it's nothing personal. And he just stabs the guy in the neck. I was like, oh, boy, we're in for a ride. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, I mean, like the movie says, I mean, it just goes by really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we get a, a shot of like these people entering an elevator, just regular office people. There's probably like 10 or so people. They're in the elevator. They're doing small talk. And all of a sudden, the there's a bomb that goes off. And... And the elevator starts dropping, but then it has like one of those safety mechanisms where it kind of clasps the uh, the main support structure and it stops it. Mm-hmm. So now these people are trapped in the elevator. Cops are called and who shows up but Jack and Harry. So Jack is Keanu Reeves. Harry is Jeff Daniels. And they're kind of like the buddy cops. And then there's the whole squad. So Captain McMahon is there. And they're like, OK, how are we going to get these people out? So Jack and Harry are like the, the special bomb people on the Santa Monica police department. And so 
they're like, all right, uh, what are we, what are we going to do here? Let's see. Uh, and they just kind of brainstorm. And then uh, long story short, there's just a lot of tense. It's, it's very tense because you don't know what this movie is going for as far as it are, you know, are the, is it going to be ballsy enough to just drop the elevator and let all those people die? Obviously, you know, that's not going to happen, but it still feels tense. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie feels like anything could happen. And so eventually there, there's this plan that Jack cooks up where he, he connects this, this construction equipment, this, this tow line, this industrial hook cable and from outside of the building. And he somehow loops it into the building, clips it to the top of the elevator. And then when uh, old bag realizes that his plan has been foiled because now there's that safety thing. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he presses the actual bomb that would drop it the rest of the way, the elevator, because he just wants money and he wants a ransom or whatever. He calls the police 3.7 million. Also, how did he come up with the number 3.7? Why not just he, round up to four? <laughs> like, probably... Is there like some type of car that he wants to buy <laughs> or that's like just 3.7 mil? He probably calculated his retirement plan and he was like, <laughs> I need but... 3.7 to... Uh, provide for myself for the next remaining years. <laughs> Why not more? Why not four million? I mean, just round up for. I mean, <laughs> anyway. So he throws out that number, and but yeah. So so now this this industrial hook cable is onto the elevator, and when the bomb goes off, the elevator falls. You know, it's kind of like free falling, but the hook saves it. From mm-hmm. falling the rest of the way because somehow the the contraption that the hook is is connected to is like blocked, but mm-hmm. and and so now Jack and Harry like race around to the other side of the elevator where the door is, and they start pulling people out. Jack gets really handsy with one of the office receptionists. <laughs> Did you notice that? I mean, he uh... reached up skirt. I mean, it was, bad. <laughs> it was bad. That would be a me too. He would be canceled these days. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so yeah, he pulls all everybody out and the, and the elevator is slowly like lurching down because the, cana- the, the cable and the connection is getting mm-hmm. kind of fried. And so it's like slowly going down and it's like they have to pull them up. And there's this one lady in there. It's very random because she she almost feels like, what if I mean, what if I just went down with the elevator? What if I don't <laughs> You know what I mean? It was a very strange choice. I, I don't know what you thought about it. It just kind of made me, it added another depth to even this character that we'll never see again. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little difference, the little difference that sets it apart from other movies like this, because I don't know. It's just like, she was contemplating in her head. Like, what if I just wanted to go right now? You know, <laughs> death by elevator doesn't seem that bad. Uh, but eventually they do pull her out just in the nick of time because then the elevator cable snaps and it just falls the rest of the way. So all the people mm-hmm. are saved. Um, and then it leads into this next part where they they realize they're like, wait a minute, how did if he if the bad guy was setting off this bomb prematurely, how did he know that we were above or how did he know that we had stopped or he we foiled his plan? And then they and then Jack has the sudden realization like, oh, he's here. He's got to be in this building somewhere, which yeah. is I thought it was a great scene. Just his acting. He, he was just kind of sitting there and he was like his eyes popped up. He was like, oh, he's here. And then so. So, yeah, then they start looking for him and they realize that 
old bag is in a, a freight elevator, which is like another elevator where he was setting up shop and stuff. And so they get on top of the elevator, Harry and Jack do. And then all of a sudden, old bag just starts shooting the top of the elevator with a shotgun, just boom, boom, somehow missing them every time, which is a miracle. It's a good thing for our heroes. But say, so, yeah, so he's shooting up and up. And then eventually Harry falls down because the roof of the elevator is so structurally not sound. He falls down and then oh, this, it, it makes me cringe. You might have to take this over. I really, I don't know if I can <laughs> just take um, okay, it over because okay. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So there, so they find out Old Bag is in that second elevator. Um, so the partner has fallen down because Old Bag like shoots a hole through the, uh, the top of the ceiling of the elevator. And when he falls down, he like he tries to grab the uh Harry and he grabs him <laughs> by sticking his two fingers up Harry's nose. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what is he doing? Picking his nose or something? Yeah, Digging for gold. <laughs> he wants more than that 3.7 mil. Um and and so I don't know. I guess he's just like very angry. And so he just started like, oh, I'm gonna inflict pain on Harry by picking what a strange his nose. Choice. Maybe just... he has a nose fetish or something. <laughs> he, he was going deep in there. Like you could start seeing like the blood coming out. It's like, oh yeah, he touched hey, brain. <laughs> he was giving COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, he he goes a little haywire on that on Harry, and so uh, Jack eventually comes down, and they they have a little exchange of um like conversing together and then old bag actually like mentions oh like i have a hostage or it's like one of their notable quotes it's like oh you're in a situation where you have a hostage in hand and um what are you gonna do and he like kind of repeats the quote where harry and jack were talking about that earlier in the first scene um it's like oh what do you do when you have a hostage do you shoot the hostage and so yeah, that was kind of cool because like he has like this tool, like an earpiece uh, that like listens to the audio. And so that's how he figured out that they were there. Um, he could hear the audio that Jack and Harry were on top of the first elevator. And that's why he blew off the bomb of the elevator with where the hostages were. And so that's why um, I would say that's, that's how he's like super clever and how he can pretty much plan his bombing attacks. Uh, with all his like little tools and gadgets that's, that he has to, to monitor all the bombs. And so, yeah, they uh, eventually go to the third floor of where the escape route is for Mr. Old Bag. And so they run out. Uh, and at the same time, uh, he also has a bomb, I believe, in the parking lot, right? Old Bag? Uh, I think it's on him, I think. Oh, it's on him? Okay. I think he so just had a spare bomb. I don't know. Okay. But he had like, didn't he have like his receiver in his hand as well? So he was like any minute, like after he like, let's go, it could blow off, right? Yeah. He had the, okay. the trigger or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. And so while they're walking out, they're getting onto the third floor so he can make his escape. Um, he's obviously, ha he has Harry in his arm hostage. And Harry whispers, shoot the hostage 
and Jack shoots Harry. I I didn't he shoot him in the leg or something? Yeah, he shot him in the leg. Yep. Okay. 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 Yeah. Shoots him in the leg, and he's like, ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> and old. So bag. yeah, it, I mean, it was a good scene. I mean, yeah, because they kind of foreshadowed it before with that conversation. Mm-hmm. So old bag escapes. Um, the bomb doesn't go off, right? Uh, uh, yeah, it does. Oh, it does, and then it so pans. Harry, yeah, so Harry falls okay. to the ground, and then okay, okay, okay. Jack could have shot the bad guy, old bag, because old bag was just standing there. He could have, yeah, exactly. He, he he was just like freeze, like this guy was actually going to stop what he was doing, you know, and try not to make an escape. And even mm-hmm. when he was running, so so old bag started running away out of this hallway, this mm-hmm. corridor, and Jack could have again shot the guy and it would be a much shorter movie but he doesn't um says wow what a quick movie <laughs> yeah right yeah jack was kind of acting like a british cop where he doesn't have a gun uh-huh. and he's just like a baton oh don't yeah. do that don't do that you know but so yeah jack uh he's he's like freeze bro and then but he doesn't freeze. and and old bag runs out of the hallway into another room and then we just see an explosion mm. okay and then it's assumed that he killed himself with the bomb. Yeah. Which we'd later find out is not true. I just, exactly. I, I don't, it, it's beyond human comprehension how old bag was able to survive this explosion. It was a big explosion. It's, like it, it was in the hallway too. It was in the corridor because Jack fell down and Harry was still on the ground. But like, I mean, it was just mm-hmm. a huge explosion. I don't understand. Yeah. I, um, it, it's a, it's a little plot hole. <laughs> It's a pretty big hole. It's a <laughs> it's a big hole. <laughs> it's like the gap in the Santa Monica freeway. <laughs> it's much uh, bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. But so that kind of ends the first scene, and then they have like mm-hmm. this this scene at the bar. Harry walks around with the cane, and they're just kind of jovial. I like this this bar scene. It's just kind of a quiet moment. It lets the audience breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Versus just you know nonstop like oh you know we gotta go here go there so this is kind of like the the reprieve before like the real stuff happens and so it's the next day Jack's at a coffee shop he's talking to this bus driver the bus driver gets into um, his bus outside Jack walks outside it's a normal day you know and so I like this one of my favorite shots in the movie this shows uh, John DeBont's capabilities as a cinematographer too because it's a it's a shot of jack and his i think it's a bronco ford bronco his car Mm -hmm. and it's it's him and then it kind of pans it's almost as if the camera walks around the car and gets a view of the bus driving away down the street Mm. and then the bus just explodes and it's all one take so you kind of just it, it shows jack's point of view it never keeps him out of the frame but it also adds more information. So then we get to see the bus leave and then it just subsequently blows up. So I like that shot. It just had to be said. I like little attention to detail like that. So that was a a great shot. So yeah, this bus explodes and then Jack gets a phone call and it's none other than you guessed it. OB, our friend. (laughs) And so he's like, yeah, I'm not done. You thought you could. You thought you could. Uh, you thought you could kill me that easy. Well, you've got another thing coming, sister, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. So yeah. So then 
it's like he he basically describes this plan to Jack. He's like, yeah, I've got a bomb on one of the buses. And if it goes under 50 miles per hour, it's going to blow up. So then Jack's like starting to look around for buses and then it transitions. So then we get our, our introduction to Annie, who was played by Sandra Bullock. Um, and she gets on this bus. The bus driver's name is Sam. And it just seems like a normal bus. You know, it's just normal people on it. There's a guy that's a tourist first time to L.A. or Santa Monica or whatever. And, you know, he's talking to to Annie and it's, it's the same guy that plays Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Great. <laughs> Sorry. It's so funny. Um, yeah, good movie. But anyway, yeah, so it's Cameron. And then you have a few other characters. Um, but they're, they're kind of introduced, but not really. So, yeah, it's kind of this normal scene. And then we, Jack realizes that that's the bus. And it has to be, like, if they go below 50... Like so, so they can drive under fifty, you know, like right when it starts, the bus starts. But then, as soon as it reaches fifty, it can't go back down. Mm-hmm. And so now, this kind of leads us. I mean, at this point in the movie, it just kind of starts, and it never stops. Right. The gas is always being pressed down. If we're going to use the <laughs> analogy, there's so, no yeah, there's so now, no cruise so the bus control is driving down the freeway. You know, it's getting where it needs to go, and. Jack gets in his Bronco and starts chasing this bus. And then he gets out of his car because there's a bunch of traffic, classic California. And he starts running after the bus because, you know, to weave in and out of the cars. And he's like, LAPD, open up, you know, whatever. And the bus driver thinks he's crazy. So he doesn't let him on because Jack is trying to warn them that if they go below 50, you're going to be toast. And so Jack this leads to one of my favorite scenes in the movie where Jack uh, does like one of those citizens. Well, he like points a gun at the guy and says, let me drive, get over, you know? And it's this guy in a Jaguar and like the license plates, like tune man or something. It's just, it's just so funny. Um, but yeah, so, so he gets, he kind of takes over this car. He commandeers it and then tries to catch up to the bus. Um, so this leads kind of into like the next part. Um, if you want to go into that so yeah so mr jack now has his jaguar friend and he's using jaguar to chase after the bus that has a bomb um so because of the bomb it has uh has been set because like the bus has um started going over 50 miles per hour and so it issues like a little pan shot of the bomb like turning on and so now uh, Jack is now chasing this bus and within the Jaguar. And so he tells the, the Jaguar guy, he's like, we gotta, we gotta tell them that there's a bomb on the bus because obviously he can't hear them because they're like driving. And so the sound is not going through from when he's just yelling at the, at the bus. And so they like, write a little note on like a piece of paper and it just like flies towards the bus window and it says, bomb on bus mm-hmm. <laughs> and the bus driver's like what <laughs> um but anyways so jack is still yelling he's like you have to go over you have to stay over 50 miles per hour <laughs> and and so the whole time uh the jaguar guy he's like uh, he's like freaking out because jack is driving and he's like he's like 
well, look, man, we don't have to go so fast because <laughs> they are just like zooming through traffic. Um, but eventually Jack uh, needs to get onto the bus so he can like help them out or, or pretty much um, help the citizens and create some type of plan. Um, and so eventually Jack, he like kicks open the, his side of the, the car door and I forget how it gets blown off, but yeah, he... so so the Jag, so Jack um, drives the car in front of the bus, but it's okay. like kind of on the side of the bus, uh-huh. and then Jack just slams on the brakes, and when he does that, the door, the side, you know, the door of the car <laughs> okay. slams into the bus and just gets ripped off. Because mm-hmm. because at that point, Jack asked the guy, he was like, "Are you insured?" And then. <laughs> oh yeah why and then and then that happens so yeah Um, so yeah yeah, and so the the car door gets blown off he eventually uh is able to jump onto the bus and then the guy who's the original jaguar driver he jumps back into the car but like i guess because it's going so fast he kind of just loses control and so he, he like drives into like barrels of water off the the highway. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I felt so bad for this guy. It's like this guy's having a rough day. His door gets blown off. He's probably he brand dr- new, taking it for a joy ride. <laughs> yeah. And then he drives into those barrels of water. Like, man, he. I mean, but then again, he does help with a crime, so maybe he gets compensated for that. Who knows? And- maybe I don't know. <laughs> um so yeah that so that that kind of and so now basically mm-hmm. long story short jack is now on the bus and he's explaining right. to these people he he like jumps over onto the bus and basically now he says look we can't go under 50 miles per hour mm-hmm. and so the bus driver's like whoa you know sam and then he meets annie and a bunch of other people and this one guy oh hands yeah. up <laughs> says oh you can't take me in and, and, and Jack is kind of confused. You can tell in his face because he has no clue what's going on. Apparently, this guy <laughs> is a wanted criminal. I don't even know his name, but he's a wanted criminal. And is he? he thought that Jack was there to arrest him. Uh. <laughs> so, so he pulls out a gun. And then Jack's like, hey, easy, man. We don't have to do this, man. And then there's some type of shuffle. And inadvertently, Sam, the bus driver, the worst person to shoot at that time, gets shot. <laughs> so now he's injured, and Annie kind of steps up to the plate to drive the bus. So Sam is now in the seat. Annie's driving, and she confesses. And then you know Jack manages to subdue the criminal and handcuffs him to one of the poles in the bus. And so there's this revelation. I love that Annie says she's like, "Yeah, I um, I just got my license taken away." and jack was like he's oh, like for what what for and she was like speeding <laughs> that's a great line it's a yeah great line. like I, I feel like if it wasn't this set of actors and it just wasn't this movie i feel like it would just be so bad but mm-hmm. I, I, it just works in this movie i don't know what it is there's some type of magic here but i like i like that type of humor though it's kind of like opposite it's very ironic of the whole situation like Oh, now I gotta like. Oh, you should probably know that uh, I have uh, a speeding. Like I've I'm in trouble because of speeding. But the whole point is to keep going 50 miles per hour, and you know, obviously over the the speed limit and going through traffic and crashing into traffic. It's 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 so funny though. Right. <laughs> but it's like super she, good. She'd be the perfect one to do it, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Sandra Bullock actually got her bus driving license for this movie. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if how much actual driving she did, but she did get her bus license. Wow. Maybe she it was a couple of scenes. First, first try. <laughs> Dang. She's a, uh, she's a, she is a lady. Let me tell you that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let me talk about a couple other points and then we'll skip over to the next scene. Um, this is a funny scene. Well, it's, it's not... There was only like a couple of funny lines. I would say it's not like a specific action scene, but when so Jack is now on the bus, right? And so they're just like cruising along, and he calls Harry, who is in the uh the police office, telling him like, "Hey, there's a bomb on the bus. Like, um, can you help me? Like, uh, help me figure out what type of bomb it is." And so Jack, he tells Jack, Harry tells Jack to go under the bus to like take a look at it and jack is like okay so he opens like the panel under the bus takes a look he grabs one of the passengers oh it's one of the tour the tourist passenger and he's like hey like take the phone and help relay the message and so he he says like uh so he's like yelling he's like oh it's a copper blah 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 bomb um and then he's like something like oh this is like the type of wiring and then when he one of the one of the lines that he says he says f me (laughs) because he like looks at because he's looking and then like you could see the bomb is like actually like tied to a uh it's or it's like set up with a gold watch um and so he says like f me (laughs) and the guy who's relaying the message to harry he's like oh darn <laughs> yeah this is, picture like white suburban dad <laughs> like yeah. not wanting to cuss in front of his kids that's kind of the vibe that this guy gives off yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't know that 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 line just cracked me up too good yeah, yeah he, he had a good line delivery the character's yeah. kind of annoying himself um oh yeah yeah, yeah. annoying tourists but like this line really got me it was good mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so yeah going forward this is kind of a difficult movie to kind of break down each action scene just because the whole thing is action. Now, you have a few talking points here and there where they'll have conversations, but the majority of it is it's very fast paced. So I think the best way going forward, besides like the huge ones, would just be to kind of like list them off and give our thoughts on it. So mm-hmm. like I wrote down in my notes, I said in all caps, uh, bus side swipes 30 cars. So at this point in the movie, they've gotten <laughs> off the highway, gone into town at 50 mm-hmm. miles per hour, which was not the smartest move. Um, but they, I guess they had to because of construction. And so they were like, they, she made this turn really quickly. And, you know, and she sideswipes at least 30 cars. I mean, just, just down the line, just these, I felt so bad. And I think you wrote in the notes, like how many of these people are insured? You know, I said, I said, all the property damage who has insurance. They're causing <laughs> more than three point seven mil in damage. <laughs> so. Exactly, they're running like the, yeah, they're hitting the sides of the cars, and then they're actually like hitting cars as well because they're swerving around like, um, just like city like roads, and uh, there was one of the things like they hit like a a baby carriage. <laughs> Yeah, I was but gonna it, touch on that too. Yeah. But it was it was actually full of cans, but that it was kind of it was, it just went flying. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. It was so funny. Like, I know they wouldn't actually hit a baby, but the fact right. that they 
the the bus actually hit this baby stroller. Yeah, I know. I was just so I was shocked. My jaw was on the floor. But it turns out to be okay. First of all, why is this woman carrying around cans and a baby, and a baby stroller that it, it, and in and, and and there are like less looking baby strollers that there are baby strollers that could be like carts too. Right. Oh, you know, this was like an old timey baby, uh-huh. like nineteen twenties Britain baby stroller. And she has cans in it. What's that all about? I don't know. She's stocking up. She, I think that's her, just her way of grocery shopping. Instead of using uh, plastic bags, she just puts them on a carriage. So it's easier to transport for her. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. And maybe she's getting the five cent refund. You know how you can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's doing that. I don't know. But regardless, uh, Annie thought that she hit a baby. I like the acting in this part too. Because Jack like, was like, to cry. She's like, I hit a baby. I hit a baby. <laughs> Jack was and like, Jack is like, it's okay. Right. It was just cans. <laughs> it was just cans. Oh my God. And yeah. But great scene. I, I That was like startling to me. Like mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't a baby, but like I was just like, wow. Even the second yeah. time I watched it too, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that happened. They go into the opposite lane of the highway, obviously, many times. They mm-hmm. hit people in their cars. So pro- a lot of people probably died that we just don't know about. Oh, yeah. The uh, the whole property damage, also taking lives as well. Much more than $3.7 million. <laughs> yeah. So so <sighs> now, so at this There's... point in the movie, they've gotten back on the highway after causing a lot of damage to mm-hmm. the city of Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And they're back on the highway. But they're in this kind of construction zone and they look up at the end of the like, it's kind of like an overpass. So you have to go up and then, you know, loop back down. So it's an overpass. But the police chief is looking simultaneously on like a construction map and it shows that this part of the highway is not finished. And so <laughs> like, there's no other way to go. Like they have to go over this. And so Jack's like, all right, guys. Uh, we're just gonna speed up here, <laughs> and and uh, I was I. This is the scene that everybody talks about because it's just mm-hmm. so bonkers. Like it, it, this scene is is just it, this defines the movie. I think it's it's definitely a high point. So mm-hmm. they they have to they have to jump the bus over this gap in an overpass. Now I I can't remember. Were the two levels of the overpass level or was it kind of like one side, like they were going down to another level? Do you see what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. Um, if I recall the, the gap, so it was, it was a 50 feet gap. And he was like, when he, ex- when he emphasized that to the passengers, he was like 50 feet. <laughs> and then, so the, the gap is 50 feet. And from what I saw, the, the, the part there he had to jump onto was slightly lower. Um, yeah, that would be the only way. Exactly, it would be possible. Uh huh. But like, like, it wasn't noticeably lower. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was a a slight lower. So like, it's still right. an, an impressive feat. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, basically, Jack. I mean, just the music is swelling, and like, I, I, there's a part of you that knows that they're gonna get out of this. But mm-hmm. it's just like seeing it actually happen. Like there's, they actually threw a bus over this. this <laughs> so see the um, music swelling. Jack's like, 
hold on everybody and he's like you there like sweat is dripping down you know and um and 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 it the bus just flies over this gap it's one of the best scenes in movie history i think mm-hmm. i mean it just it you have goosebumps you know you're fully erect you're just so in this scene it's so good it's so good i don't know this is one of the best scenes what do you what do you think about this i liked it this was a very very intense like the from the notes i wrote like this this whole section of the movie the the music was very suspenseful mm-hmm. of what was going to happen because uh they had to make a 50 foot jump um onto another part of the highway which is pretty much unreal uh when you think about it but i mean if you do have enough speed i guess you can make it it's very makeable no i, I mean they did do it this is a documentary <laughs> oh what this actually happened oh i didn't even know that it's not true no. <laughs> <I> but, mean... <laughs> uh, um, but I, I, yeah, yeah I, I don't know i'm sure mythbusters has tried to disprove it you know <laughs> hey, sure let's, an let's grab a bus and see if we can make this job it's a math problem like in a book like oh if is the it? bus is this long and it's going this fast and uh-huh. it, it, go, go, it goes this distance uh-huh. how fast would they have to go to reach to get over this 50 foot gap mm-hmm. hmm. all right if any engineers or mathematicians are in our audience please dm us and see if this is actually possible mm-hmm. yeah so um oh i i do want to mention like one point where i put uh so like a a scene before they jumped the gap um they tried getting the passengers off but uh old bag was able to like see them attempting it because the cops like pulled up to the side with like uh yeah with like i think i think it was like a I don't know if it was a tow truck, but it was just like a truck with like a big platform so they can put passengers on. And so they're, this is, yeah. So this is before the, the suspenseful uh, jump and the captain's like, Jack, we got to get the passengers off. And so he makes a, a deal with um, old bag because old bag actually is on the phone with Jack and Jack is like, uh, can we at least get um, Sam off the bus because he's the one who's shot? And he was like, "Okay, yeah, you can, you can, you can take him off the bus then." So Sam gets off the bus onto the uh, onto the platform with the policeman, and then and, and then he was like, "Yeah, no one else though." But this girl named Helen, uh, one of the other passengers on the bus, she uh, I think she's in like in her own world where she's just like. I gotta go too. <laughs> I left and the so, water running in my sink. <clears throat> and so she she is actually like uh attempting, she like she gets on the stairs and tries to like signal the police officer. She's like, oh, take me, take me. She's like stretching her arms out um to the policemen. And they like kind of drive back up to her. But then old bag is able to see that happening because um there's like a helicopter above them or a news helicopter yeah, yeah so he's, he's watching the news yeah it's just broadcasting and he was like oh no that's a big that's a big no-no and so he blow he like sets up there must be a, like another bomb on the bus it's probably like a minor bomb or something and it blows off the stairs of where helen was standing on and yeah it explodes a whole like a hole is now on the bus for the stairs and like we don't see the girl like explode or anything but 
she's just like gone. <laughs> yeah, she, we see her like limp biscuit body on the tarmac of the road, and then like I think the bus runs over her because like, she falls down right under the wheels. It's 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 great. It, this is a yeah. great scene. Yeah, like I didn't um, want her to die, obviously, but yeah, I mean, that was it was entertaining. I gotta say, <laughs> it definitely was. Uh, yeah. and so entertainment now, at like its the rest of the movie, the door and the in the stairs are off. So yeah, but yeah, and then so they jump the gap, and then now after they jump the gap, they're like, "Oh, Annie, pull up over here," and it's actually a um airport airport runway so obviously with airport runway there is just lots of land there you can just keep driving on forever and forever so very smart move of jack on his end to just go over there pull off to the side and so this scene um they kind of just like regroup together the policemen so jack i forget how jack like regroups with the policemen i think he just jumps off from the the back door or the side door the side door um mm-hmm. so so they come up with a plan of where jack will be now defusing the bomb that's under the bus but with um the bus like still going like he has to come somehow come up with a way to stay rolling with the bus and so they actually get like a little trolley type of thing where it's like one of those cart things that uh mechanics use to like when they like work under a car they can like roll yeah. around that's what Good i point. thought it was yeah i was like oh that's cool I, very clever I, I thought it was like one of those uh little carts you had in gym class i don't know if you guys had oh that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's just that. literally like a, a square and it has four wheels on it and you're uh, just gonna ride around on it yeah so <laughs> very very uh very clever invention i would say you never know what you could use it for <laughs> yeah right um so yeah now jack jack is like um is now going to attempt to defuse the bomb and one of the quotes captain uh how do you say mccon mcmahon mcmahon <laughs> captain mcmahon before tro- before jack jumps onto the little trolley he says jack don't get dead i'm like what <laughs> that did not make know. sense <laughs> that did not make sense at all i listen like after seeing here uh, watching it the second time i was like because i wrote it in the first time when i wrote my notes i was like what is this quote and then he says like, it no again he said that i was like <laughs> it just threw me off but like any in any other movie it wouldn't have worked but i feel like this one it just fits so well just with the yeah. tone that it's trying to set i mean don't get dead bro yeah so Captain, be a shirt don't get dead that'd be our first <laughs> merch don't get dead <laughs> um so yeah jack is now on his little trolley and so now he's trying to uh defuse the bomb so he has to like uh what's the phrase he has to like sheath the wire to like look at the the copper or something yeah, he has to, of the bomb. Uh, strip it yeah yeah that's what it is <laughs> Um, but while he's doing this, he actually gets hit by like a piece of tire because the the tires on the bus are like falling apart. I assume just because from the mass destruction they've been through. (laughs) Well, actually, they had a rumble strip when they rammed through the airport gate. Oh, okay. And I think it sparked it spiked one of the back tires. So okay, okay. So yeah, front tire. Yeah. 
gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So while he's trying to defuse the bomb, um, a piece of like loose tire comes and like knocks him off his trolley. Mm -hmm. And so Jack is now hanging off to it looked like um like piping or like very like strong uh cords or I wouldn't say cords, just piping, I guess, cords and piping. And while he's like holding on to dear life, he kind of uh maneuvers around and he has like a screwdriver on him and he jabs a screwdriver into the gas tank um to like hold on. So he is now holding on to dear life and Mr. Uh, Gigantor, one of the uh, passengers, um, he pulls him up as well because they're like, where is he? Where is he? Because they see the trolley like fly past them. They're like, because yeah, it got run over by the back tire. Yeah. Yeah. They're and like, Annie's like, oh, I literally just killed him. <laughs> she was like, did I kill him? Where is he? And they're like, we don't see him. He's somewhere. <laughs> and then I, I forget who, but. I think it was Gigantor. He was like, or his name is Ortiz, but Jack mm -hmm. calls him Gigantor. Um, he says, uh, open the panel. Maybe he's like down there. And so eventually they do see him. And he's like, oh, hold my legs, hold my legs. And so he's able to pull Jack up. Yeah, Jack uh, was doing like an Indiana Jones maneuver. Remember that? Where he's under uh -huh. the, um, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think, when he's under the, the truck and then he whips and then he's behind the truck. Mm -hmm. They kind of the scene reminded me of that because uh, he's on the trolley and then the cable snaps, so he he has to make this quick decision like what do I do? So he stabs yeah. the screwdriver in the gas tank to hold him up. Like that one thing saved his life, but then it kind of messed up the rest of the 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 bus uh, tour because now the gas is leaking out. But I, I thought mm -hmm. it was very reminiscent of Indiana Jones, kind of like one of those old fashioned stunts. So mm -hmm. this was definitely a standout for me at least uh i don't know what you thought of it but it, it's just like a clever thing i would have mm -hmm. never thought to put one of those gym class trolley thing <laughs> under yeah. a moving bus with a moving like what if the bus had to turn you know like you only have it because then if it turns you're not going to turn at the same rate and then you'll just get caught under the tire so it's very stressful and very mm -hmm. tense and just the way they framed it with the camera work and stuff like you really feel like you're under the bus too yeah this was definitely oh. a standout yeah while this is happening huh yeah the, the oh, i was about to say while this is happening the trolley is like hooked onto um this like steel cord but mm -hmm. eventually the cord like after like all the give is out it just like lets loose which for me in that scene where we get to see like all the cord being used and then it just like flies off like i didn't know if the police officers like knew like oh he actually might be like in trouble because like there's no more cord like it could just snap off any second that's just something i thought of. i was like are they not mindful like do they need to rope it back in um yeah they just kind of left them there <laughs> i know i was like they, they did not expect it to work i don't think <laughs> i was like but then again we don't see the cops like helping out at all they just kind of let him do his own thing and then we don't see him do anything else and so yeah, because like, he's keanu reeves he can handle it <laughs> he can handle himself uh, yeah so yeah so now so now like jack is just kind of battered and stuff and he's like mm -hmm. oh you scared me you jerk you know whatever <laughs> whatever and so it, it cuts to another scene where harry 
uh, Jack's police partner finds out where old bag lives. Mm-hmm. And so now he brings a whole squad of people to the house and they look inside the house and Harry looks up on the mantle in the living room and there's this light. And then you realize he, he th- this is like one of, I think the best acting scenes in this movie, because the look on Harry's face when he realizes I'm going to get blown up. Like just, I don't know if you noticed it, but just like the sweat rolling down and just his facial expression was really great acting from, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah. It, it so was then like... Harry blows up, the whole squad blows up. And now, I, I don't know who breaks the news to Jack. I think it might be Captain. No, no, no. It's um, it's Old Bag, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He was old like, Bag's like, he was uh, like, Harry didn't make your it. Your friend Harry, uh, you know, he's he's kind of, he's toast. He's cr- extra crispy. And so, yeah. So then Jack is like going sicko mode. He's going on a rampage in the bus. Everyone's kind of like, Good. you know it's very <laughs> awkward but i mean jack lost his best friend so it's kind of it, it was a tough thing um the acting on keanu reeves's part probably overacting i would say just kind of slamming stuff around and and yeah but i mean overall great scene great emotional scene this is kind of like not a climax but kind of just it, it fuels a lot of the character's motivations later on mm-hmm. so because now Jack has like this vengeance aspect to him too, because they killed he killed Harry, uh, old bag did, um, and so yeah, so now it kind of leads. So basically, he figures out that old bag has been spying on these people on the bus the whole time. That's how he's like one step ahead because mm-hmm. there's a camera, there's a hidden camera in the bus, and so Jack is like, hey, uh, Captain, uh call the news people, get them to uh, somehow get in this feed and then tape over it. So I, <laughs> I, I don't know how this technology works. I don't even know if it's accurate to 1994 technology, uh-huh. but basically what the news people do is they somehow tap into the camera feed on the bus and they say, all right, yeah, um, tape over it. So then it's just like a feedback loop. So it just loops over and over again, but it still feels if everybody's still, it just looks like one static video mm-hmm. and and old bag will never know because he has that you know he's able to see them and so they tape over it and that is what allows the people on the bus to get off the bus because now the bad guy doesn't know that the people are off the bus and so he doesn't have to you know blow it up or whatever and so so the, the police come by and they have like another one of those things where they have to walk across this plank they have to walk the gangplank to get to the other bus or something. <laughs> yeah. So everybody gets off the bus, you know, uh, Ortiz, AKA Gigantor, like pats Jack on the shoulder. That was a good moment. I like that. Cause mm-hmm. like these people had been through so much together and like there, there's almost going to be this bond. Like, I feel like if this happened now, I feel like this would be some type of Facebook group, you know, <laughs> like bus 2525 survivor. survivor. Yeah, yeah. 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 Survivors yeah. of bus, blah, blah, blah. They would um, definitely connect on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, and so, yes, yeah, so they would have get off the bus. They would have reunions this, together. Huh? They would have reunions together. Yeah, they would. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate the like, 20th anniversary. Remember like, when, you know. <laughs> um, sorry, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so I, uh, where was I? You derailed me. Uh, sorry. They, no, 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 they, um, they all just jumped off. Everybody's like 
uh, rooting for each other. They're like all like helping each other out. Um, they're like, and then like when the uh, the last guy, the tourist guy, mm-hmm. uh, is trying to get off the bus, he's like very hesitant. I think he was just like super scared, and um, eventually they they like they're like hyping him up. Well, I I don't want to say hyping him up. They're just encouraging him. Like, hey, come on now, like. <laughs> We we got we need you over here. <laughs> this is not safe. You just hanging off this plank of wood. I think Jack was would have probably pushed him off. <laughs> yeah, if I was him, I would have just be pushed, pushing, thrown people off. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Mister Tourist Man, he he gets onto the uh, onto the bus safely. Uh, well, actually, no, it's not safe because the piece uh, a piece of tire actually blows out and now the the plank of wood is kind of like hanging off yeah and so the policemen are are like uh scrounging around to like pull him up and so like everybody's making a joint effort to like pull him up like even like gigantor i think he's like trying to pull him up too yeah that was another good part the the fact that ortiz actually helped him because like the whole movie those two are kind of like butting heads with each other yeah, yeah. And so like now it's kind of like this camaraderie's there. But yeah, so now the tourist is hanging off of the bus, the, mm-hmm. the uh, you know, like the the police bus. And so right. now that just leaves Annie and Jack on, you know, the the speed bus. And so eventually they do pull up the tourist and now they're running out of gas and there's not much time left. And if it runs out of gas, you know, it can't go over 50, so they have to figure out what to do. And mm-hmm. so I it's kind of so they they tie Jack ties this rope to the steering wheel and then he loops it around another pole so it stabilizes it straight mm-hmm. and then he also ties this rope to some I think it's the bottom panel of the bus correct me if right. I'm wrong but they open the bottom panel you know like in the middle of mm-hmm. the bus where they pulled Jack up the first time they now put it down and they're going to plan on riding that under the <laughs> bus out of the bus i thought this was honestly a genius way because you can't just jump out of a bus at 50 miles per hour exactly i mean but actually maybe you could if you like tucked and rolled right well if you tucked and roll you definitely break bones and yeah but they heal <laughs> uh, okay yeah i guess if it. they broke all their bones this yeah early think about the time where you got pushed out of my car and we were going what 20 miles per hour it was not even 50 no it was at least 50 it was not. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm an We're going around a parking lot. We're going around a parking lot. It's in an elementary school parking lot at 2 a.m. And <laughs> someone decides, hey, let me push Mason out of this car. We're not going to name names, but he kind of rhymes with Julian. <laughs> wow, I wonder who it is. <laughs> oh, no, was it, was it, was it, uh, was it Mr. Baseball or no? No, it was Mr. Big J. Oh, <laughs> uh, say his name, but wait, no, 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 no. I actually don't think Julian pushed you. I think you jumped out. <laughs> it's it was a hazy night then. I'll be honest, it was, I was not in uh sober mind, but you had a, you had way too many beers <laughs> and something else. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let's keep saying that Big J pushed me out. I, I really do think that <laughs> happened. He got okay. a little too carried away. <laughs> I think he probably opened the door for me too and unbuckled my seatbelt. No, that was all you. That was all Maybe you. That was me. But he did say, Mason, you should jump out of this car. <laughs> Maybe that's You're what like, it was. You you channeled your inner speed. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is I am Keanu Reeves and he could have done it. He could have tucked and rolled. 
It's True. not that hard. I used to practice. <laughs> You've had experience. I do. I've had experience. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. But what yeah, movie so- are we reviewing? <laughs> Um, um so yeah so now <laughs> they're on this panel of the bus and it like breaks off and the the line of like it's tied to this line and so they they eventually do get off the bus mm-hmm. and it's a great scene because like the music again swells and it's like a, a different thing it's it's just very hopeful like you get goosebumps you you start clapping in your house popcorn's flying everywhere um you know, you just have the arm, the hair on your arm is standing up. It's just a great scene because they get out of the bus. And so they're they're just literally Tokyo drifting on this panel <laughs> on the bus. And they're just like flying through this construction zone because they exited a bus that was moving at 50 miles per hour. So they have plenty of, of speed left. And so they get out of the bus. And now that leaves the bus just driving itself because they, you know, press down the gas pedal. And... Honestly, I don't know why they didn't just let it. Well, I guess they couldn't let it blow up because they'd still be in the bus. They had to give time to get away. So now the bus is just driving by itself. It goes through an airport terminal, (laughs) huge terminal, this huge building. It goes through the entire thing without hitting anybody or anything. It goes out. And then like the the line that is holding the steering wheel kind of slacks. So then it's allowed to steer. It steers, it steers right into this huge passenger plane. I'm talking like I think it's the 757. And it flies into this plane. And it might be one of the basic biggest explosions I've ever seen. Like an actual mm-hmm. real explosion. The bus hits the plane sideways, so they kind of T-bone each other. Shout out Andrew Boras. And the entire <laughs> plane blows up. No, huge explosion. It was it would make Michael Bay cry, I think. Just like mm. this, this explosion. It was a great, it was shot well. It's slow-mo. Um, and you know, that that kind of ends the whole bus part. I like how they kind of wrapped it up. I knew he couldn't be like it, it was just so inventive. Just the fact that they used the trolley, Jack used the trolley, and then right after that, they get the people off with the taping of the the camera footage. And then just the fact that Jack and, and Annie got off with the the platform, I just thought it was so genius. Like they could have gone a lot of different ways with how they wrapped this part of the story up. But I really thought adding those extra layers of ingenuity really helped out this movie. Like it made it memorable. Like I, I can't forget how they did this. I mean, it was just so great. I don't know what you thought of it, but um, yeah. And then just the explosion at the end was just icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. The um, the whole creativeness of what to use to escape um, or to pretty much try to solve the situation is pretty, I, I, I think, I mean, it's probably really realistic, I think, to an extent, like you probably could do those stunts um, outside of a movie, but it's super risky. So, I mean, obviously it probably has happened situations similar to this, but obviously we don't know besides like in movies or shows that we watch but on the other end like yeah the whole um just creativeness of how they how they like try to execute it was something i would say that's like pretty much my favorite part of this whole movie um just trying to use whatever is in their hands um and then especially like even on both sides uh with mr harry or not harry uh old bag uh where he's like using all the cameras to his advantage um 
he just uses that and then all like the little tools he has as well um just really plays into the part of how the whole movie is and so yeah i I definitely agree with everything that you said very great scenes of that especially the the last scene of where the bus pretty much is t-bones an airplane and then yeah the slow motion explosion is super cool as well yeah and so now you know annie and jack share a tender moment like (laughs) oh well uh you know relationships that start in crisis uh they never last and then jack is kind of like oh uh the calvary's here because like the other cops show up he was trying to like divert you know yeah so yeah so now the day is saved they go to uh so they call jack no no no, excuse me the old bag calls the police and he's like yeah meet me at this spot on this corner i want you to put 3.7 million dollars in this trash can on the corner you better be there (laughs) and so um i think don't they actually do it Um, yeah because so like at this point when they're all regrouped like jack and annie are getting like patched up the police gets a phone call they're like captain Jack or old bag is on the phone. He wants his money and old bag doesn't know that they escaped. He's still seeing the repeated footage over and over and over thinking the bus is still going. And captain's like, all right, give him, let's, let's give him 30 minutes. And so, yeah, they, they, uh, they plan out, uh, yeah. Meet up at that trash can at that, uh, little plaza area. Um, and then when old bag does realize like, he got played he gets like super pissed off and so yeah after the scene they they cut towards um pretty much the almost second to last scene where the money transaction is gonna happen they have like snipers all over the area um the police are now their like meetup spot is i think it's in a barber shop (laughs) and yeah they're they're like trying to um they're just like regrouping and everything. Um, Annie is actually is still in the uh, the medical vehicle, and she actually steps out. And Mister Oldbag comes around the corner. He's like, "Hey, uh, Jack doesn't want you to be outside. He wants you to be with me. So uh, why don't you come with me?" <laughs> and Annie's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and so the the policemen actually figure out they're like where's jack like he said 11 o'clock or whatever he's he's running late and so jack is like wait a minute something's off and so he actually runs out towards the uh the mailbox of where the or i i think it's a trash can it's it's one of those trash can okay and he runs out and he goes checks the money and the money's not there but then when he looks around there was a hole in the ground. And so Mr. Oldbag actually took the money. I guess he just blew up a little hole under a very low key bomb, I guess. Or or he just like did something to, to grab all the money from below. And so now Jack is like, oh, it's back to the subway station. <laughs> so now he's racing towards this, to the uh, subway eat fresh. Um, <laughs> Get that five dollar foot long. Mm. Oh yeah, Italian BMT. Um, BMT, BMT. I think that's what is the M? Wait, bacon. I, it's not bacon. 
BMT, oh. Italian BMT. I don't know what it's. I remember we talked about this in a podcast. Did we anyways, actually? That that's yes. hilarious. I <laughs> I remember. Okay, yeah. I remember. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I listened to the archive. Um, yeah, and so yeah, Jack is now running down the hallway, um, subway halls, and he's going down the flights of stairs, and then he runs. Ooh, he meets up with old bag and they have a little exchange together and what has happened is now he's like oh you can't shoot the hostage now because annie is now strapped up with the bombs um and so he's like annie put all the money in the bag and then they they take off into the subway um and jack is like because like he's kind of like in shock and not he's not going to shoot annie obviously so um he get he like let's i think he should have shot his shot (laughs) (laughs) he should have just shot the bomb and ended (laughs) all of them yeah just blow it just end all of them you you know would you have shot her um i wouldn't have shot her i think i would have shot the bomb so all of us would die (laughs) if he can't have annie if he can't have annie and be alive then he might as well just end himself as well. (laughs) (laughs) He literally met her that day. Come on now. It wasn't really love at first sight. I probably was. Um, I mean, it was love at first sight for me. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, they eventually escaped to a subway. Um, Old bag is like, he tells the driver, uh, he's like, hey, uh, drive the drive the subway for me. He like makes this whole commotion of like shooting. The, I think I don't know. Yeah, he does shoot the subway driver. Yep. Um, yep. He yeah, says, "I remember." I, he says, "I can handle it from here." And then <laughs> he just shoots the driver. Which yeah, I mean, so, what do the drivers do anyway? Like, I think it's all automated, so he's just kind of chilling. Well, I he don't know. A cool hat. Yeah, I think they have to do something. There has to be. Yeah, that always that always uh, that was always a question in my head. I don't know if subways are actually automated or not. No, they're not because they all have drivers. But does the driver do much? I don't yeah, know. Probably just for show. <laughs> like a train. I mean, oh, I guess a train conductor does stuff. Like a I subway. Hold- I feel like it's automated. Like it just stops and goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Jack uh does catch up and he's hanging on he's trying to get into the moving subway and he's trying to like slide his fingers through the door and like eventually peep in before like before the railing hits him and just like literally at that uh split second before he ends himself hitting the railing he's actually into the subway um he is now back on a fast moving vehicle <laughs> how many movie, how many g-forces do you think this guy went through that day the movie does not change it's just different vehicles the next yep. thing will be an airplane <laughs> the second one will be like a boat yeah um so yeah they uh, jack is now Oh, Jack actually he goes above the sub and he's kind of like pouncing around trying to get into the into the unit that where Annie and Old Bag is in. And Old Bag hears footsteps above him. And he he starts like yelling at Jack. He's like, Oh Jack, I I can hear you, or something like that. I, I forget. Um, but he's makes he makes this some type of dialogue and he starts shooting the top of the va- uh 
top of the subway. Yeah, um, foreshadowing so, from when he shot the top of the elevator at the mm-hmm, beginning. Mm-hmm. And Jack is like rolling around, not getting shot. And then eventually Jack, or, or old bag, jumps up to the top of the subway. And now they're WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so while Annie is like handcuffed around a pole in the bottom of the, the subway car, the two mm-hmm. guys are up at the top. <laughs> and they're going ham at each other, and it all, yeah. all it almost got a little randy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like old bag was on top of Jack. I thought they were going to kiss. <laughs> oh, it's getting very explicit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this movie rated R? Uh, yeah. I okay, so. yeah, it would have been like above R. <laughs> R plus. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Disney Plus. Shout out AMC Plus. Hulu Plus, um, Discovery oh Plus, go have these, please. AMC Plus, oh my gosh. Uh, so Old Bag, uh, it was kind of funny. Like Old Bag was using the uh, receiver, the bomb receiver that he had in his hand, and he was kind of just beating Jack's head with it. I, I found that funny. <laughs> you found it funny? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> well, you're sick and twisted. That's the it's it's the, his weapon of choice. It's just using yeah, the, that little the detonator. Like the if, little it, if he remotes. lets go of it, it'll blow up. Like what if what if he like what if he like punched Jack with it but like it like hit his finger or something in a weird way and it just detonates the bomb <laughs> <laughs> or or like it broke like what if, what if it exactly broke? I'm like I'm like bro what are you doing <laughs> I don't I don't know uh, but anyways they the, after the hustling tussling um, and old bag is like putting Jack in a chokehold uh jack sees See like the choking oh. <laughs> r plus rating uh jack sees a little exit sign hanging off the top of the the hall the subway hall and he's like oh maybe i can cut his head off with this and eventually old bag's head does get cut off from the exit so sign. satisfying <laughs> it was so clean just the yeah. shot i mean they literally showed the head just like snapping back and falling off mm-hmm it was great. Mm-hmm. It was so satisfying. Yeah. And then while that is all happening, Jack somehow, I, I, I don't think it really shows how Jack is able to get the receiver into his hands. Yeah. I think while... they showed a little bit just like during the tussle. Mm-hmm. I think he managed, okay. like while he's, he's holding old bag up to get the access sign. I think he also simultaneously grabs the, the bomb receiver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so now Jack has the bomb receiver in his hand, like making sure it doesn't detonate. So yeah, now old bag is out the way. Now he has to go save Annie. Now Annie is still strapped up. Annie, are um, you okay? Are you are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> Annie? Um, Annie's strapped up. And it was weird for me where um Jack comes up to Annie and he's just and he just like pulls the cords out of the bomb. Like I was like, oh, did he like know that if he just pulled the cords they would just like detonate or not detonate i'm like oh i guess it's that easy but i don't know maybe it's just that type of bomb (laughs) yeah i'm i'm not really sure the physics of uh the bombacity of this the the whole science i'm not obama (laughs) (laughs) mo bomba or mo bomba mo shout out mo bomba shout out mo money mo problems uh, and so the final final hoorah apparently another similar situation the subway track 
is not finished as well. <laughs> and um, yeah, Captain is trying to radio in. He's like, Jack, Jack, the subway track is not finished. Uh, and please like press the emergency brake. And Jack like slams on the emergency brake. Doesn't do anything. Like sparks fly out. And he's like, oh no, Annie, we are running for a rough ride. <laughs> and Annie's handcuffed. He wasn't so referring she- to the train though. and she's handcuffed to the like this pole and he's like i don't have a key and so he's trying to knock this pole off but it doesn't like it's obviously not budging um so the subway just like runs through construction again and then yeah well so he has to like (laughs) speed up to get off the track because it was still yeah yeah and i i did sorry to cut you off but i just wanted to mention the scene where you know Jack is is talking to Annie, Annie's like, "I can't get out. You could just save, go, go save yourself." That was a really good scene. It it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of. Have you seen Titanic? Have you seen Titanic? Uh, I've seen parts of it. So I don't know if you saw the scene, but where the boat is flooding and Jack, I think somebody's trapped in a room. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but either Rose or Jack is trapped in a room, and the, again, there's no key or something. And they can't get out. Mm. That kind of reminded me of the same thing. Um, coincidentally, both have Jack in it, so wow. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just like the acting in the scene because it showed how close they had gotten, even if it was only for like five hours. They've known each other, um, <laughs> but like, I it was a really tense scene. Like, I honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought mm-hmm. it, maybe one of them would die. I don't know. But um, so yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so they they they're like uh, trying to. Yeah, they can't. Obviously, the emergency brakes are not working. They're like, and he's like, Annie, the 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 tracks are gonna the tracks is gonna run out. And so I I don't know if they like say anything else to each other, but they do. They just like embrace the the crash of pretty much the subway flying off its track into the the streets of California. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of it was a funny scene because like the there is a sign above the hole that was the would have been the entrance. Um, mm-hmm. And it said 203 days since we've had an accident on the job. Uh. I, thought, I thought that was like a funny detail because then you just see the subway train just pop out from the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, it was it was, you know, all slow mo. And then like the subway car fell sideways on itself while it was on the street. Um, but it did stop the train successfully. It stopped the subway train. Mm-hmm. So, again, Jack is very smart. He uses ingenuity. Is it, how? So I don't know if you can answer me this. How did she get off the pole? Because she was working there's, the pole the whole time. There was there is no like they didn't show that. That's the thing. Because yeah, then they were just all of a sudden in each other's arms. Exactly. I, think I don't know. That- I, I don't know if I missed it this the no no I, you I didn't miss didn't it know. i don't because I don't like post post crashing through into the streets you just see them wrapped up together and <laughs> but for and some then, reason the handcuffs were on jack i don't know what was happening <laughs> <laughs> they turned fuzzy I don't... <laughs> and and yeah yeah like they didn't show how how they ended up like in each other's arms and so i'm just saying maybe maybe the crash just like caused so much damage that eventually the pole 
went away. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, 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 it, thought, it didn't show I, it. I don't it know didn't if show I it. it. So no, 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 no. I, I, I was thinking of that too. I was like, how did that happen? But I don't know. Another plot hole. Yeah, but I mean, so long story short, now both Jack and Annie are okay, and they're you know they're gonna bang or whatever. They're gonna shack up. That's in the post credit sequence. Uh, so stick around for that if you're watching. Not, not really. <laughs> That's in the director's cut. But yeah, the Snyder cut. The so, <laughs> but that's the end of the movie, and and now it, it like literally the credits just start rolling right after that. There's no, there's like a little debrief, but other than that, there's not much. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, we're they're mm-hmm. safe, then we're good. The day is saved. No more bombs. Um, just a great self-contained movie. I, I yeah. So now that all those action scenes are dived into and we dove into them, we will move on to our uh, favorite part. So do we usually do? Yeah, we do favorite part first. Yeah, still a little rusty. But so yeah, for <laughs> new listeners, we go favorite part and then some other segments. So favorite part, why don't you start us off? Mm-hmm. I would say, so I mentioned this earlier. So my favorite part um, was the uh, when they're on the airplane runway and how they attempted to use the trolley to defuse the bomb. I don't know, it gave me... They gave me like MacGyver like uh, Ooh, vibes where yeah. they kind of just use tools to their advantage or pretty much anything and try to be creative. Um, so strapping onto the trolley and then feeding it under the bus. And then, uh, yeah, and so Jack's trying to do, do his part and then he doesn't, he's not able to. And then he just uses the screwdriver to stab into the, uh, the gas tank to hold on to dear life. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was super cool. And then from the other parts where they um, are exiting the bus, um, so they like use the rope and they tie it onto the, uh, the the steering wheel and then to a pole, and then they like pull on it at the last moment to like give out so they can slide under the bus. I thought that was super cool as well. So I, I think like those two combining scenes were my favorite part. I don't know. I just... I find that super cool. So very MacGyver vibes for me. Yeah, I um my that that's a good point. My favorite mm-hmm. part of this movie, um, I could probably it could some, be summed up in two words. Uh, mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, <laughs> he, the, the just the eye candy on screen is unparalleled. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but the I so my favorite part, I would probably have to agree the trolley scene. I just like the creative use of just props. Like I, I, I had never seen that done before and probably never will see it. But like, mm-hmm. again, I mentioned earlier, it was reminiscent of Indiana Jones for me, but mm-hmm. just the fact like the, the whole trolley and I, I would probably my two, if I had to pick two, like you, like kind of just tying them together, it would probably be just the highway jump itself. Ooh, nice. Just the way they frame it. I don't know what it is about it. It's movie magic, literally once in a lifetime movie experience just to have this scene in it. I mean, it's just so iconic. Everyone knows what you're talking about when you talk about speed and you talk about that scene. That's the one scene people remember the most. And I loved it. I just, it was just so high intensity. And I mean, you kind of knew it was going to happen anyway, but still, I mean, they just made it feel like you didn't. And that's what I give credit to the director for this. So, yeah, just I think that scene plus the trolley scene, those two together probably make this movie for me. So those would be definitely my favorite parts. Mm -hmm. Nice. Solid. 
Yeah, the jump. I think the jump is, uh, like you said, is very iconic for the movie. And so, obviously, when you talk about this movie or just think about this movie, you just have that signature scene where they jump from a a gap in the highway. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's just it's so great. Everything about it. It's kind of like how it's like some movies, like where they have to jump across the bridge, like in their car they're driving. Um, so like, like fast every and Furious. Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. So the like the first it was like first second one where they're jump driving up the bridge and then they jump over it. But yeah, you know something like that. But yeah, great, great favorite part. Um, super good. Uh, so next section doesn't pass the vibe check. Uh, so this section is where we talk about like something that we specifically like didn't like or just like like didn't make sense to us <laughs> and so i'll start us off um so in the uh the part where the bus crashes into the airplane um so there was there was like this pilot in that airplane as well and somehow well, he wasn't so in the plane oh he wasn't yeah, so it was sure? in one of those yellow kind of carts that tow the plane around the tarmac of the airport. Oh, but it was oh, still okay. very close. It was attached yeah. to the plane. Okay, 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 okay. The, so yeah, the, we have this man super close to the airplane, and the bus like crashes into the plane and explodes. And I'm like, okay, if a guy is that close, how does he not get like, like some type of da- like inflict damage to himself? Like you don't even see him like being blown away so it doesn't make sense to me if he's that close how does that like bomb not affect him (laughs) yeah i i I totally agree i mean it's just kind of that logic throughout the whole movie exactly um but yeah i don't know that was something i was like what i was like the movie's about bombs and then you have this little man he doesn't yeah it's almost it kind of (laughs) makes it feel like the bombs aren't that much of a threat Because like my does not pass the vibe check moment is when uh-huh. at the very beginning, I think I mentioned it earlier, where old bag just walks out of the uh, corridor where they are in that first building they're in after mm-hmm. Harry gets shot and he just mm-hmm. blows up and then somehow he survives the explosion. <laughs> sure. I, I, I really don't understand how that happened. Mm. yeah so that didn't pass the vibe check for me and also i again just the end where how did she get out of the handcuffs and the pole i don't know maybe we both missed it i don't know i don't think we missed it i just i don't know that just didn't pass the vibe check for me. Mm. true um but yeah so that i mean really not much to nitpick here uh, mm-hmm. but that like i i was just i was i i we can go ahead and do final thoughts now i mean if you're done with does not pass the vibe check do you have anything else uh, I'm good on vibe check. Oh, okay. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go first for final thoughts. I guess I just the fact that it's like usually I take detailed notes for movies that I try to review for this. Yeah, but this movie I just couldn't because my eyes were glued to the screen the whole time. Nonstop mm-hmm. action. Uh, it just it never a dull moment. There's never a moment where I'm checking my watch or you know I'm just looking around like I'm glued in. I'm definitely in this movie. It's a tight two hours. It doesn't feel like two hours. It feels like two minutes. Um, oh, yeah. But it, it, and it also flows. Like sometimes it can be a little too fast, if that makes sense. A movie, it's just like so much stuff thrown at you. Uh, you know, uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy comes to mind. 
where it's just so much stuff, so much stuff being thrown at you. You're just, you don't know what to take the information with. There's uh-huh. no chance to breathe. And surprisingly, speed does give us those few moments when Jack is like talking to Annie or, you know, when Harry gets blown up and just, you get the emotion too. So I think John DeBont really had, he just had a skillful eye. And again, some of like the shots that I talked about earlier that, that also set it above. So the cinematography was still good. I mean, everything was shown clearly and I could tell what was going on. Uh, the only thing I would dock points for, for this movie would be the villain old bag. The fact that he, first of all, nobody knew his name. I mean, the, nobody had even like the two of us, the audience. It's just, he felt, he did not feel very villainous to me. I feel like he could have yeah. been, and I get what they were trying to do with it. They were there trying to get this normal guy who just snapped one day. That to me, it just, it, it kind of fell flat. I feel like he could have been, more I don't, I don't know what i don't know what it was but there's just something missing he was a little too normal he, he, he was kind of a guy that they got off the street so but uh, i mean i i wouldn't dock it too many points because it doesn't distract me from the movie at all and and you know just the chemistry between jack and annie uh little ditty about jack and annie. <laughs> and and just like just some of the quotes and you know you really do care about the characters and and just you know the shots are dynamic. Uh, and I, I, I don't know. I just really final thoughts. I, I just, I love this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so what was your rating? What would your rating be? The rating system today, we are going to do one out of five bus bombs. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of an obvious rating system for this week. The, what I would rate it. This might be one of the few uh, five out of five movies mm. that will be on this podcast. I really do think Speed is a five out of five bus bombs. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know if that implies that the bus would get blown up a lot more <laughs> than it would if it was a lower rating. But uh-huh. yeah, if that's what it takes. I, I genuinely think I, I it's just don't expect like some highbrow thing you have to think about a lot. That's one of the problems now. It's It's a lot of style and no substance so for example i watched the green knight the other day or the other week and it's like this new movie that's supposed to be really good but there's just no substance it was a lot of good shots which i appreciated but this movie speed it just it captures the 90s it captures action it captures emotion you care about the characters uh just great directing so definitely 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 check it out it's five out of five bus bombs for me Mm, nice nice i like that rating yeah so kind of picking back off of you like this movie did not disappoint there's so many great things about it um so the first thing like like you said this movie went through like even though it was a little bit less than two hours movie went by super fast um a lot of great scenes together um like there is some breather moments like here and there, but like there's a lot coming out um, for those major action scenes that was happening. So I, I did I, like just like you, um, I really had a great time just keeping zoned in into the movie and just like enjoying it. Um, it just like shows like uh, there's there's like a lot of great things about each scene that's very noticeable. Like it's and also like just memorable parts of it. 
Um, there's like, you don't have to like dissect a lot of things. It's very uh, right in your face, try, like trying to remember every single scene. And so uh, great job with that. Like for, I think there's like six or seven scenes that like really stood out. And so it's very easy to talk about them too. And so, and then, yeah, like you said, the characters in this movie, um, Annie and Jack has that romance, um, good connection with each other. Uh, they eventually grew onto each other. And so, cause I remember like Jack was like, ma'am. And Annie was like, oh, you can call me Annie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they developed some bond. Um, and then, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about the villain. I think the villain is okay. Um, oh, we did for, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but the villain was a retired policeman as well. Um, See, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> that's why he had the, the gold watch on the bomb. It was like some oh. police thingy. Yeah, okay, that does make sense. Yeah. So I don't know if you had some beef with the police officer or something, but um, yeah, the, I think the villain was okay. But I, I, I think the concept of using bombs is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen really a lot of bomb type movies. So yeah, it was very the bomb. <laughs> the movie uh great great shot i think i liked how the slow-mos of the like when the bombs did explode so like the house of where old bag was they made a slow motion of uh capture of like the bomb exploding and then you get to see the guys like um getting pushed out of windows um in slow-mo i thought that was super cool and then the airplane crash um that was a pretty great view as well um and so overall i have to agree with you i will rate this five out of five as well plus bombs yeah yeah i i was like this is definitely over a four seven and so i was like i can't really dock many points off because i didn't like not like anything about the movie i thoroughly enjoyed it It right there's like no wasted scenes or anything like it's yeah yeah not stop in the fact that you were just mainly on a bus the whole time it's <laughs> yeah you made it interesting yeah and so yeah great great movie overall definitely watch it watch it on hbo max if you have hbo max um or you can rent it but yeah great movie oh and like 90s movie for a 90s movie i think it did great with um what they had for action type type of scenes and so uh i, I loved all the the type of stunts that they did so yeah, this definitely set the set the standard high for mm-hmm. other movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so next week we'll be reviewing uh Speed 2 Cruise Control. <laughs> we will not be. That's that, that actually happened. There is a sequel. Is there? Yeah, it's very bad. It's like one of the worst movies ever made. Keanu uh, is not in it. Why would they make it without him? I don't know. But Sandra Bullock's in it, so I might watch it for personal reasons. <laughs> But um, okay, moving but yeah, on so to our last speed. Have we ever agreed on a five out of five score before? I don't know. Was Mortal Kombat agreed together? Oh, wait, that no? might have been. I don't know. We should make like a Google Doc or like a spreadsheet of all True. of our scores. True. We should. Um, let's see who's nicer at scoring. It's probably me. You're you're tough. Me? You've given scores before. I'm like, that's low. <laughs> Like a four, you gave a four two to something. I was like, that's surprising. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. 
Cool. But yeah. Cool. So wait, what are we? Is that it? That's all we have. Last, last thing. Fun oh, fact. Yeah, fun fact. This is submitted by anonymous. Also, Mason. <laughs> okay, look. We haven't actually asked people to send in fun facts since episode. But this is yeah. But this is kind of interesting how you thought of this one. So yeah, fun. Yeah, it was just like I well secretly I wanted to find out your answer. That's all okay. I was asking for. <laughs> well, okay. So the fun fact. Fun fact is. What was the last movie that made you cry? And so when I saw the notes of this and when we talked earlier, I was like, Mason, I don't think I've ever cried after a movie or a movie has ever made me cry. <laughs> that is sad. Really? So I know. Like, I know. Endgame didn't get you, you know, no. Infinity War. No. Uh, Schindler's List. I don't know. I'm trying to think of sad movies. Titanic. I don't know. I, I haven't seen fully Titanic. I've only seen this parts movie of it. not make you cry. No, this movie did not make me cry. Hmm. So I, I'm sorry to disappoint, but my fun fact, no movie has ever made me cry. That'll be the mission. I feel like now I have to pick out movies that I want you to cry for. Like oh. I, I need to break the seal here. Mm. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I, I used to be that way. And then I don't know. It's just kind of, Every every movie now, I just opened the floodgates. I think the last movie I cried during was uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy, because <laughs> of how bad it was. Um, but we did get Lafong James out of it. Um, if you haven't seen the TikTok, go check that out. There's a, oh, a that is figure. that is so funny. There's a, there's a rubber figure that you can get from like McDonald's, I think, Happy Meal, and it's LeBron James from that movie, and you can cut the clothes. Oh my god! We're in a nice old uh, thong. Um, that's a little thong, James. He's our sponsor for this video. But anyway, uh, yeah, I I cry a. Lo- I wouldn't say a lot, but like, just movies that have I don't know, love themes in it, and I don't know, like, just parent death. Death gets me a little bit. I think, like, um, when Iron Man died, definitely shed a tear or five hundred. Um, like the I love you 3000 moment mm-hmm. that hits different or like when Peter Parker disappeared, you know, just like st- stuff like that. Big movie moments really, mm. really. Hit. Um, so, yeah, I, I would definitely. But the last movie, did I did I cry during Shang-Chi? Did I tell you I cried? No, you didn't tell me that. I think I might have just like one little lone tear. I think I don't know. I teared up. Wow. Shang-Chi is very good. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, go just check it out right now. Like see that multiple times, but don't see Black Widow. <laughs> Black Widow should oh. not have been made the way it was. But anyway, Black Widow. I digress. Yeah, that that would kind of be my answer for it. Hmm. So yeah, so that that concludes the fun fact segment, and that concludes wow. our speed review, the first one for '90 slash Keanu Zons month. So Keanu's yeah, I, I cannot wait. Thoughts. I cannot wait for the rest of the movies for you to see. Nice. I am very excited. I don't excited know exactly which one we're doing next week. I think I have a general plan. I don't want to spoil it, though. So we will definitely have one next week, hopefully. But mm-hmm. uh, be looking out for the content that is coming out this week when you're listening to it. So the week of the 20th of September, 2021. If you're listening to this in like 2050, then it doesn't apply to you. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that there that's coming out and then any shout outs you want to do um i've got a few but if there are any you have um 
No, not off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Well, I would first like to shout out um, the Winging It podcast. I was a guest on there the other week for episode eight. So go check that out. It was a lot of fun with Tonio. We might have him. He was our past intern on this show. And we might have him on again. We Actually, we probably will. He's he was going to be a, a guest. I don't uh, on our show. <laughs> I wouldn't say intern, but someone we uh, communicated with. Right. Yeah. He was, um, yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and cool so guy. Yeah, go listen to winging it. I was on there. I've been on there three times now. It's been fun and it's been wild, crazy. I mean, don't show this to your grandma if she's, in the room. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely check that out. And let's see, uh, Badlands Chugs, we got to shout him out. Oh, he yeah. He did a vid last week where he had 3 million subscribers on YouTube. Guess what he chugged to celebrate? Uh, I would say 3 million of something, but I don't think that's humanly possible. Niagara <laughs> Falls. He chugged the entire Niagara Falls. Did he go to Niagara Falls and just drink the water? I'm not going to spoil it, but yes. <laughs> So go watch that vid. Go check out our boy Badlands Chugs. We wouldn't be here without him. Uh, do you have anything else? We already mentioned Lathong James. Go listen to Donda. That was um, interesting. Anything else to shout out? Um, go on Macari. Um, use my referral link. If you are interested, let me know. Um, don't go to Plato's Closet because they will rip you off. Um, yeah, and buy Good and Fellow clothes. And, um, you know, slide into Steph Curry's DMs. Um, <laughs> He's and... a great basketball player. Yeah, maybe I have to meet him. I think that will be one of my goals. I have to meet him and be like, all right, what's the vibe of this guy? Like, <laughs> oh, but I, I feel like I just have to maybe I, maybe I need to give him a second chance. He's a nice guy. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Yeah, cool. All righty, guys. It's been a great podcast. We'll catch you yes. on the next one. I've been holding urine for the past half hour. So I really have to go break the seal. So, okay. Good See stopping point. Thanks for listening guys. It's been good. It's been good to get back. So go follow the Insta, go follow the YouTube, go follow all that. Go follow Patreon. Get that merch. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, Alex, have anything else? Uh, nothing much to stay, stay in the loop with our content coming soon. And we'll catch you later. Peace. All right, big bet. Bye.